Chapter 1 The Quackadoodle Sigh. That was me, Nina Ten Levin. I know. Double sigh. That was my best friend, Chris Gurley. We were lying on the floor of Chris's bedroom, looking at magazines and being depressed. Does everyone feel like this when a play ends? I asked. Chris and I had been acting in a show being done at one of the local theaters that summer. Now that it was over, life seemed incredibly boring. I don't know, said Chris. She rolled a strand of reddish-blonde hair through her fingers and pulled it over her nose. I'd look it up, but I'm too depressed. I wish we could do another one. I said wistfully. I wouldn't even complain about rehearsals. You have to complain about rehearsals. It's traditional. Anyway, what I really miss are the people. I knew what she meant. While we were working on The Woman in White, the rest of the cast had become like a second family. Now there was no reason for us to get together anymore. Except for Chris and me. When we met at the auditions, the two of us had become friends almost instantly. We moved from just friends to best friends when we teamed up to solve the mystery behind the ghost haunting the Grand Theater where the play was being produced. Despite the fact that we go to different schools, we planned to be best friends forever. We were still lying there feeling sorry for ourselves when Chris's mother poked her head into the room. Come on, Nine, I'll drive you home. I sighed again and got up. See you later, I said to Chris. She flopped her hand listlessly. See you later. We both sighed. You'd think that when someone is that depressed, the people around them would have the good manners to be a little depressed, too. Not my father. When Mrs. Gurley dropped me off, I dragged myself into the house, only to find Dad dancing around the kitchen, playing a tune on the pots and pans. Now, Dad's a little weird, even at his best, but when I saw this act, I began to wonder if he had finally flipped for real. This is it, kid, he yelled when he spotted me in the doorway. Making a lunge in my direction, he swooped me up and began swinging me around in a huge circle. What's going on? I shrieked. I got the commission. This is it. The big break. Dad, that's fantastic. I know, he said smugly. My father is a preservation architect, which means he takes crummy old buildings that used to be beautiful and tries to make them beautiful again. He works for one of the best firms in Syracuse, New York, but for a long time he's been wanting to go out on his own. Oh, nine, he would moan when we were having supper. I want to burst the bonds of employment, shatter the shackles of salary, dump the daily drudge. Yeah, I know, I would say. You want to be a bum. Actually, I only said that to tease him. My father works very hard, but he'd much rather be working for himself. For one thing, 
He has his own ideas about how to do things. They sound great to me. But when you're working for someone else, you usually have to do things their way. That's why I plan on owning my own business when I grow up. So you got the job, I said when he finally put me down. Is it being too nosy if I ask which one? The job, said Dad. The plum I've been trying to pluck for months now. The assignment that will get my name in major design magazines across the country. Oh, that job, I said. He smiled. Well, which one is it? I finally shouted. The Quackadoodle. Say that again?